What's up, everybody? I'm Alex. I'm Hunter. And I'm Finn, and this is Review the Blue. Alright, so today's episode, like last week, we had told you guys that we were taking a break from the from the present issues as we all know what is uh, what is going on in the world, um, of course, with the Breonna Taylor ruling with those cops uh, and the one cop that was charged with basically reckless endangerment. Um, we're not going to talk too much about that because uh, I'm pretty sure you guys can figure out exactly where our thoughts are on that. Uh, we will probably touch back on it next week and kind of give you a more detailed thing. Whenever we can find out more and more facts uh, leading into the case and everything, we will more than likely give you guys the good rundown that we always do. So today and this week, like we told you last week, we are going to be talking about the use of force continuum. Guys, how do we feel? How's our weekend? How's our day? How's our weekend? How's our day? It's good, I guess. Good weekend. Good day. Yeah, yeah. We we got us a win. Yeah. Let me talk about that win for a second. So, it was a prison drop for all you Warzone people out there. It was a prison drop. The circle was focused on prison. Final circle comes up, or final, the third to last circle. So it was one of those quick fire circles, you know. And uh, we were standing on the very edge of prison, probably three inches to work with that was not in the gas. Uh, myself, Finn, Hunter, and another friend of ours, the X Factor. We were standing on the edge of prison, and uh, of course, gas starts moving. We have to jump from prison. Hunter wants to jump super early, and I said no. No, y'all no! at the same time. They just lasered me out of the sky. I said no. It's too early. They just lasered me. And then, all of a sudden, we jump, and then there's, uh, next thing we know, there's there's one team left, and there's two people. Other guy dies. Hunter dies, because he's a stooge. <clears throat> Don't make me say what I need to say. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, we ended up winning the game. It was yeah. a good time. It was 3v1. We ended up finding the guy on the high ground, took him out, won the game. It was clutch. I would like to Great say game. the next match, I did snipe somebody out of a helicopter, which is the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, and, and you almost cried when you did it. I did. I, I stopped. <laughs> I was like, guys. No, you were like, <gasps> I, and I was like, what's, what just happened? Then, then I saw the saw helicopter it. fall from the sky and it exploded. And I was like, did you just stop that guy out of the helicopter? Yeah, from far away. It was a great time, and then the Xbox did not record it. Hey, so. it was it was a it was a good time though. Uh, I will say, yesterday though, I had uh, about two thousand damage, and I only had one kill. I look over and look at the scoreboard, and uh, Hunter has nine kills. So twenty three hundred um, damage. Tell me who With stole whose kills? Who damage. stole whose kills? Still had damage. What a thief. <laughs> okay, but other than that, weekend's been going good. I beat. Uh, I'm working on beating the Mafia Definitive Edition. God, you've been I talking about this for I know. months. I don't play video games that often unless we play multiplayer games together, but this one, it's one from a childhood. It's when I was when I was like 11 years old playing the original Mafia game. Of course, i got to revisit it. I watched a lot of Ted Lasso, one of the best shows of all time. Highly recommend it. If you have not seen it, it will make you feel good and happy, uh, especially with 2020. It is the antithesis of 2020, and I absolutely adore it. I've heard that from not only just you, but several other people. You've Finn, have you watched watch that it. show? No, I have not. 
you've got to get an Apple TV subscription just for that. It makes sense. It is it is one of the most feel-good shows I think I've ever seen in my life. So great. Everybody so says great. it's great. Everybody says it's exactly what you need in 2020. Yes. Which Jason is a good Sudeikis. thing to hear, which is a good thing to hear, because 2020 has been nothing but bad news. Yes. But... Here we are in, in the uh, very, very tail end of September. We've been going strong for about two months now. And we got some looking up to do. we got yeah. the new Xboxes we and sure PS5s yeah. coming out. We've got n- more movies, some good yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, are, is, uh, are the theaters dead to you guys? Mm. Are they dead? No, they're still showing Tenet in like, Georgia yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but that's one movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no interest in seeing Tenet. I do. I mean, kind of. so are, are theaters dead? No. No, you think don't think so? They'll get bailed out. They'll they'll get bailed out in some capacity. I hope they die. I hope we get all of it streaming. I mean, that would be pretty nice. I mean, could you imagine? Yeah, you have to pay, pay 20 bucks. But I'd save, I'd save $463 every time I went to the theater because yeah. I don't have to buy popcorn and a drink. No popcorn, no drink. We are good to go. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. Finn, do you think movie theaters are dead? theaters and, and buffets i hope they come back you hope buffets come back yes because there's a, a uh, stevie b's around the corner from my house and that's my favorite place in the world that's the only acceptable answer to your buffet question if you would have said like man i really wish ryan's would just come back i would have oh cut you God. off the phone and ryan's would... is for old people who have dentures ryan's <laughs> is gross uh golden corral Gross. Okay, Golden Corral is pretty gross. The um, only it sounded like you were about to defend. No, me. dude, I, I used to enjoy going to Ryan's as a kid, but then whenever I got older, and then Ryan's like, I don't know, vanished out of thin, thin there's air. There's still one in uh, Roman. Yeah, there, there's one. There's one that I've seen that's actually active, and I saw them active maybe maybe a year and a half ago. Sorry, I get the hiccups. I eat Outback Steakhouse tonight, and I'm I'm dying on the inside. Um, it is gross and. Uh, I do love some Chinese buffets, though. Okay, gross. Yes. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a Chinese buffet also down the street from my house, and it is also closed, and it makes me sad because they're coconut shrimp. Ooh, yes. I could literally eat myself sick on their coconut shrimp. That sounds, like, horrible. Just in general, <laughs> coconut shrimp all day. General Cho's chicken. Oh, God, some sesame can we chicken. Please not say General Cho but, chicken. But I will, I, will, I will tell you. I will tell you okay, that well, sushi... From a, no. from a buffet is gross. We're going to back it up because it's not General Cho General Chicken. Cho. It's not General Cho Chicken. It's General yeah. Sal. So. General Sal Chicken. General Sal, General Cho. General Sal Chicken. Mm. It's spelled T-S-O, Hunter. Yeah, but then you get all mad at me when I say aluminium. You've never said that yeah. until you started trying to make a point that you say, Oh, I'm, I like to pretend that I'm British and say no. aluminium. I like, no, I like how it's it sounds aluminum. better. It's aluminum. Aluminium sounds better. All right, well, I'm going to start calling Nike Nike, like like the Australians. That's pretty cool. Nike. Yeah. I think you should just do that in general. Nike. Does it, does it make you happy to say that? Nike. Does it make you happy to say that? Yeah. Then you should keep saying it and not judge me for how I want to say my words. Aluminium. Jesus. It rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Finn, it's aluminum funny. or aluminium? You're the referee. Aluminum? It's yes. Thank stop. you. It's not going to stop Finn's me. from Pittsburgh. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> cool. It's not going to stop me from saying it. Hey, Finn, uh, go Steelers. Am I right? Oh, go Steelers. 
Go Steelers. 3-0, baby. Go Lakers. 3-0. Um, if there are any Falcons fans listening... Oh, God, know, please. Please. The there, there's more to life than... A, uh, there's the more to life than Atlanta football. The Falcons had a 26-10 to lead and blew it. For the second week in a row, they blew a lead. And lost 30-26 to to the Chicago Bears. And Nick Foles. Gross. And Nick Foles. <laughs> Gross. I mean, I... I, I Atlanta fans, if you're listening to this, there there's a hotline we can send you to. Um, I mean, there there's more to life than Atlanta Falcons football. Uh, those Braves, though, um, those Braves though are are mighty fine. I am a large large Braves fan. Been a Braves fan since uh, since my birth, and uh, the Braves are going to sweep it out in the playoffs. Manchester City actually beat Man City. It'd be Manchester. Well, is that lacrosse? What is That's what soccer. is that? <laughs> soccer? Yeah. It's soccer. Mm, All right. The the fake football. Um, How do my boys Arsenal do? Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal. Arsenal. Okay. Oh, tomorrow too. All right. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Oh God. Okay. Um. Dang. Yeah, you got a job to do. Um. <sighs> All right. So use of force continuum, Hunter. Huh? What do you know about the use of force continuum? Actually, let's start this out. What does everybody think that they know about the use of force continuum as far as the general public? We know what the use of force continuum is between us three. What do you think the public knows about the use of force continuum? Well, I think... I think that Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. with the use of force continuum get shot. Why are you talking like this? I don't know. Let me do it. Can you let me have this bit? They, just basically, the cops roll up on the scene and they just shoot people. Oh That's my what gosh. the use of forks can continue about this. Isn't that right? Finn, what do you think the general public knows about the use of force continuum? Nothing. Nothing. That's, a, that's the correct answer. Well, what it is, is that if you pull up and there's a cop that pulls up and they have a gun, they're going to shoot you with said gun. No matter what. No matter what. That's the use of force, and it continues because they keep shooting. All right, well, that concludes today's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) Make sure you like and follow. Just kidding. Um, Plays outro music. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, so use of force continuum is something that I believe that every single person in this country should know a little bit more about um the reason being is because people always are quick to judge whenever a situation is coming about with police officers involving a civilian and uh they always wonder like oh man why can't they just shoot him in the arm bro or why can't they just tase him man like he had a gun but he wasn't gonna do anything clearly visible why can't they shoot them yeah why can't they shoot him in the leg man why can't they just tase this guy he has a he has a a machete running towards him like why why can't they just tase him all right so number one first thing on the use of force continuum that i do want to bring up is that if if a police officer rolls up on a scene and they are encountering somebody who is fighting with their fist and they are they have no weapon visible on them um more than likely they're going to use something like a baton or something like that. 
Well, verbalization uh, is always first. Yeah, or, well, yeah, verbalization. Your presence is always first uh, just to try to de-escalate the situation. Some people don't de-escalate from the presence of a police officer, though. So if it resorts to fighting and it's fist versus the officer, it may, they may go fist to fist. They may pull out a baton and use that. They may tase the person. One of those situations. Now, if the guy has the cop on the ground, they're beating him in the head uh, relentlessly, then chances are there could be a chance that the officer would pull the gun as well because that is a defenseless situation. You have to defend yourself as a police officer. Um, Finn, am I right or wrong whenever I say any of this? Like, what what is your experience with the police, with the use of force continuum with police officers? Uh, I would say that you're pretty correct. Um, the way that I was trained was to essentially go one step above whatever the subject is using yes which is that that was that's basically the use of force continuum the way it was taught to me so if somebody is using their fists then you tase them or any other sort of uh non-lethal the less lethal methods less less lethal if somebody has a baseball bat or a knife or anything like that then Again, everything is up to the officer's discretion, but... Now, you say um, baseball bat. Uh, now, a lot of the public may not know this, but a lot of different things are categorized as lethal weapons uh, when it comes to a fight. So, go over some things that you know off the top of your head that a lot of people wouldn't think are lethal weapons, but are actually categorized as lethal weapons when used as such. Um... Really, any sort of blunt instrument, a baseball bat, a crowbar, um, or anything sharp, it could be a, 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 it doesn't have to be a knife, it could be a, a screwdriver, or, you know, something like that. Metal. Anything, anything heavy and blunt, or thin and skinny and sharp. A katana. Is <laughs> I'm just thinking of objects. Weapon. So, uh, would it be fair to say that if I came at you with a large metal chair, not like one of those flimsy folding chairs, like one but of like the, a, at a the bar, like, yeah, like a bar chair, you know, like one of those one of those uh, uh, aluminum metal chairs, and you sit down there and whittle it on the legs. I don't know, and what, then you just rush them. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, we're hiring. Um, <laughs> so, uh, hiring would imply that we get paid. <laughs> so, <laughs> one day. Um, so, would it be fair to say that if I took one of those metal chairs and I just ran at you with it, Finn, and I struck you uh, all across the body with one, that that would be considered lethal force? It could be. I would say depending on... Let's say I hit something. you so hard that you fell over. In situations like that, sometimes the weapon doesn't necessarily have to be considered... Lethal force, it could just be the action of the subject. Okay, great, great. That's, that's exactly what I was looking for. Because I know, I know you're supposed to go one step above the force that is used against you. Like uh, if, uh, if a cop rolls up on a scene and a guy has a butcher knife, uh, you're not going to bring a knife to a knife fight. If you're, no. you're going to win, you're not going to bring a knife to a knife fight. Uh, granted, there's no point in playing down to their level. Great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's no point in making yourself a victim in the situation as well. 
Uh, one of the best pieces of advice I've ever been told was never to make yourself a victim with the victim already. Now, granted, we think a guy coming at a police officer with a, with a butcher knife is is not a victim. That person's not a victim. Well, they are a victim of the circumstance. Um, I mean, whether that be of their own doing or somebody else's doing or mental illness or something like that, they are a victim of the circumstance. So you can't make yourself a victim as well. You have to be able to persevere and get through that situation. So if somebody's coming at you with a butcher knife and you roll up on that scene, you have to bring a gun to a knife fight. And it's and it, and one of the the interesting things about the use of force continuum is that it's fluid. So you can go up and down the scale. Like level one is officer presence when they arrive on the scene. Level two is tactical communication, which is where you basically you know figure out the scene, tell them to stop, use verbal commands. Then it's physical control. After that, it's defensive intermediate weapons. After that, it's disengagement, and then uh, the last level is lethal force. But if you can maintain a situation during physical control, then you go back to tactical communication. So you start ordering commands again. So it goes up and down, and it can change in a matter of seconds. It, it sure can. It sure can. And you may have to skip a level, too. Yeah, <laughs> you, mean, you may have to. Yeah. Uh, it happens pretty often. I've always been told that the, the acronym uh, of ATM is extremely important with, uh, with police officers. Uh, that is ask, tell, make. Uh, when it comes to a situation, first you want to ask the person to do something. If they refuse to do that, which a lot of people do, uh, then you tell them to do something. Like, uh, for example, sit down. Ma'am, can you please sit down? Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Yada, 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 mouthing off to you. Okay, ma'am, sit down, please. Nope, I'm not still not doing it. Then you make that person sit down. Um, situations like that. It's this that that is also a part of the use of force continuum as far as being able to handle situations. You have to really know how to navigate your way through a use of force situation. So a lot of scenarios coming coming out, and if you really want to hear your input on this, a lot of people whenever they see situations play out in the news or in the media about uh, a person armed with a gun but they they weren't shooting at anybody they were just waving it around uh, officer comes on the scene uh, pulls their gun out a lot of people wonder why they don't tase that person or why they don't pepper spray that person or something like that um, am I wrong for saying that tasers don't work on everybody no, you're not wrong. Um, if we, there's no way to tell if this person is mentally stable or if he's intoxicated or high on drugs. Somebody who is high on drugs, um, depending on what the drug was, is not going. There's not going to be any effect on that taser. I've, They're not going to feel any pain, and it will. It just won't work. I know that you've seen this on multiple occasions, but a good like. Uh, rec or, or I guess uh, an example was I worked at a local mall back in the day and I was doing customer service and I walked outside and there was a like a deranged man on meth just running through the fountain that we had in the mall like I mean he is just like running circles around it and of course it's a busy night it's the weekend and I'm like oh my gosh what is going on and so I watch as they tase him, this man, in water, and he just starts running out of the fountain and then running straight for, like, the exit. 
this officer, he didn't pull out his gun. He knew that the taser wasn't going to work. It's a crowded mall. He can't do anything. All he did was extend his arm, and he clotheslined that man. The taser didn't work. Knocking him out definitely did. <laughs> so it was, a very, <laughs> yep. it was a very interesting moment. But that's another one of those things where you can't shoot into a crowd, and so you've got to use that level of force continuum, like Finn said, where it's most applicable just to help the people around you. Now, here's another thing I definitely want to touch on is that you said you can't shoot into the crowd. So that right there tells me that officers are responsible for every single bullet that comes out of oh, their yes. gun. Everyone. Mm-hmm. So what that means, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know how many John Wick movies you've seen or how many times you've seen them. Two. I don't know how... Yeah, you, you <laughs> mean you've watched them recently. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many times you've seen action movies with with these crazy situations or some awesome like just crazy outlandish situations like hostage stuff and all that so a lot of people whenever they see these situations where a cop ends up shooting somebody unfortunately um a lot of people in the comment sections of these videos and of these body cam uh videos that are released always say dang bruh why can't we shoot him in the leg or shoot him in the arm or something like that? I'll tell you why. Because officers of the law do not have a dead eye from Red Dead Redemption. And they can't just slow down time, look at the the head of the person that they're trying to shoot, and do it that way. Or the legs. Don't that, work. Also, I mean, it's the same it's the same lesson that every grandpa teaches their grandson whenever they they give them their first 410 shotgun or whenever a person gets their first pistol or something like that and they they learn this valuable lesson of uh, if you ever aim down the sight and and aim it at somebody you better be ready to kill them that's a sad sad situation yes but police officers don't aim their guns to injure Um, they aim their guns to Stop the threat. To neutralize the threat. Not necessarily to kill. If they end up dying, then that's just... I mean, that's that's the situation. It's it's tough. It's a rough situation. It's not a situation that cops want to be in. That's for sure. Also, if you're in a high-stress situation, even if you are a very good shot, I mean, people who score, you know, perfect scores on their uh, firearms qualifications... A person's leg or arms, like those sort of limbs in a high-stress situation, is going to be almost impossible to hit them. Your blood pumping. Your your margin of error shot, the shot's going to be way off. And if you do hit them. The reason why we are trained to shoot center mass is because it's the the largest portion of the body. It's harder to miss. Yep. And of course, like, uh, if, if officers do strike somebody in the arm, and they do that on purpose... I can tell you what's happening immediately from that situation. And the only thing that's going to happen from that is there's going to be a lawsuit on that department's hands for injuring that person. Yes, you heard me correctly, folks. If a person is robbing you and you shoot them in the arm or the leg or something like that, they could sue you and they, they could win. It's a really unfortunate thing for the uh, for the for the person who's getting robbed or the person that's getting mugged, but you could get sued and you could be out of a lot of money. Granted, you wouldn't have taken somebody's life, but you also have to think of it as a him versus me situation. Um, 
if I know if I was in that situation and it was like somebody trying to rob me or me uh, that's going to go home and see their family that night, I will guarantee you it's going to be me. Well, there's still a small chance. Still a <laughs> but chance, I hope that yeah. It's you. Yeah, I, I will guarantee you. I will. I will do everything in my power to make sure yep. it's me. Exactly, because I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, it's it's me versus him, and if this person is willing to possibly take your own life, then you got to be willing to take theirs. You know, it's 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 a sad situation of the world that we live in, but some people aren't as caring as you may think they are. And guys, I know you may think that police officers are just going out in their cars and like hunting people down and shooting them down in the streets and stuff like that, but it, that is not the case. Shootings have been going on in the police world since policing started. Yeah. Um, this is not a new thing. And I'll tell you what, you'd rather have police around you there to protect you and there to, to guard your property than them to not and anarchy reign. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those things. It, it's it's statistically, there are bad cops, but statistically, there are also more good cops who do want to make sure that their community is well protected and well served and safe. And that's why most of them join up, like Finn. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, sir. That's why we say, or Finn says. Love your neighbor and, and love the people around you. So, Finn, if you could teach the general public um, anything you want about the use of force continuum and police officers, what would it be? Um, that any sort of situation where force is involved, it does not look pretty. It's, not gonna, it's never going to look the way you want it to look. Um, if somebody is actively resisting there are also levels to resistance we'll get into that on another day if somebody is actively resisting meaning they are using physical force to resist arrest or whatever it is situation may be that officer has to do whatever he can to gain control over that subject and it's not going to look good from the you know uh bystanders perspective because they're thinking in the moment right I mean, and, and the thing is, is as somebody who is out there willing to take a cop's life, right, because their general goal is to not take yours, but if you instigate force on a police officer, you may win that battle, but I can almost guarantee you you're not going to win that war, because there's a lot more of them than there is of that one perpetrator, and right. at the end of the day, you, you can't instigate force with an officer of the law. They're a peace officer but it doesn't mean that they're not going to use force when necessary. In certain situations, in most situations, I feel like that that we see are of the right of like the right way of the use of force continuum. Um, granted, we have seen some that are not, but <clears throat> you've got to look at each situation differently and and utilize the knowledge of the use of force continuum. To determine in your own mind whether or not it was justified. Now, granted, when you do, it's not like you have to go out and tell them that they did it wrong. There are people above them that are looking at it, and I feel like it needs to, in some cases, be more utilized when people do wrong and when they could have done better. But 
there are people above us who are looking at that and, and trying to figure out if it was the right way to go about the situation. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I agree. It's a tough situation, but you have to understand that police officers are there to win win their battle. It, it can't be a toss-up who's going to win this situation whenever a police officer comes on, comes on scene. Whenever a police officer shows up, their immediate goal is to gain control of the situation, no matter how crazy or how less how how just basic it is they have to gain control of the situation so they're going to do whatever it is that they take or whatever that whatever it is that they need in order to gain that control and whether it mean they pull their gun on a felony traffic stop or they just walk up to a car and just ask license and registration please and 98.9 percent of those officers are not wanting to shoot anyone on the day that they walk into their shift at all. I would even go so far as to say 99. They're not looking to have to deal with that for the rest of their life either. There is a huge, huge, huge majority of police officers in this country that go their entire careers without ever pulling their gun once. Mm-hmm. Well, in a situation where they have, I'm sure like they have felony traffic stops, things well, yeah, like that. But, but like not in a situation where they have to figure out whether or not they're going to have to yeah, kill somebody. Yeah. You know, that's... And that's that's a very good point. And I mean, it's the ones that do are having to make split second decisions. And the ones that do, I mean, my hats off to you guys. Like that's that's really rough. If you did it right, officers, officers that are going into those situations that, like these uh, these riot police and everything. Whenever the the riots and everything first started. That was a rough situation to be in because cops were having to gain control of these crazy situations. And use of force continuum is just absolutely insane in those situations because it's all there's almost no way to gain control. Yeah. When it, like right. in cities like Portland, uh, Portland is is basically a third world country at this point uh, with their riots and protests and. Stuff like that. So it's uh, it's really, really hard to say how you can gain control whenever your own government is telling... Whenever you, the, the entities that that are in charge of you as a police officer are telling you that the people aren't doing anything wrong, just leave them alone. Yeah, so... I don't know. These big cities with their... With their riots and protests are really, really hard to gauge because there's no way to gain control of these situations. Not at all. They're all, they're all um, basically third world countries, like I said. Well, actually, fact of the day. Uh, anybody want to fact? <laughs> it is actually a third world country is what was used to do allies um, in World War One, I, I believe. Um, it is actually not a, 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 a designation of how rich a country is. <clears throat> yeah, I just read that the other day, so I thought I would share. <laughs> Did you have to do the Jeopardy theme song? Yeah. I couldn't get on Jeopardy if I tried. Yeah. I would lose. They'd be like, uh, yes, uh, I'll take um, countries for 200. And then I'd be like, I only know America. <laughs> <laughs> this country is known for their bald eagles and <laughs> chicken and waffles. <laughs> yeah. Um, England. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. I, oh gosh, that would be a sad sight. What if I got the one question to be like, "What does the term third world countries actually mean?" I'd be like, "Oh, I just read this the other day." 
Portland is not happy with us. Oh yeah, no. We crap on Portland. Yeah. Well, um, if you're in Portland crap. and you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. I mean, you're probably a good dude or a good good person. They do kind of crap on themselves. But though. I mean, yeah, they <laughs> definitely take giant deuces on themselves. But I mean. Portland is just not a, not a huge fan of us. Um, we're definitely not going to get a any type of sponsorships from companies in Portland. Good thing we didn't go. Yeah, yeah I almost went to Portland this yeah, year. Yeah, we were we were literally going to book a flight, and then that was ground zero for COVID. <laughs> so no, not not COVID. That was past the COVID thing. Well, it was yeah. the the riots. The riots broke out. Well, it was before too, wasn't it? Well, yeah, like, we were me and me and uh, me and Allie were going to go to Seattle, and yeah. then literally the week before we left, there was uh, well, the person we were going to oh, stay yeah, with got well, got in contact with somebody with COVID, and then yep. we just we couldn't go. So, gosh, COVID was the ground zero the was in Seattle, and I've been trying to go to Seattle all all year. So, <laughs> so um, I'll probably well, probably go next year. Seattle. Oh man, I was going to go see uh, I was going to go see the Gum Wall, the Space Needle. I was gonna go see the Seattle Mariners play. All the stuffs. Yeah, we were about to have tickets to see the Mariners and Boston Red Sox play, and it was gonna be a good time. But COVID. you know, COVID happened, and then shattered my dreams forever. So we're on like I don't know that I would ever just like I want to go to Seattle. Well, it's wait. different. I would it's never far waste away. My vacation time on a vi- on Seattle. Come on, Finn. You gotta, you gotta honest. be traveled, well traveled. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go, Finn? I want to go back to the Bahamas. Well, Bahamas stinks. Just kidding. The Bahamas was nice. It was beautiful. Okay, thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> delicious sandy beaches. Well, delicious. I'm never gonna go. The bluest ocean you've ever seen. Yeah, it was insane. And Any then the uh, want to get married so we can go to the yeah. Uh, Hunter's still single. I have a bone to pick with everybody. Oh, no. um, please date him. No, <laughs> please date him. Oh god. Please go on the review the blue Facebook page and then tell Hunter no. yeah on the in a post that you propose would date to him. Me. Yes, propose to Hunter. Yeah. Whoever proposes to Hunter is getting a free T-shirt. Wow. I'm going that far. Whoever yeah, proposes to Hunter and takes him out on a hot date to Dead Gum, uh, what's that place called? They, Sushi? Dave and Buster's. Nope. With no. a with a Sonic milkshake afterwards, what? I promise you, <laughs> I will get you a free T-shirt. I'll even but get you, you a dang mask. How are you making like, this I like date? This. <laughs> I mean, I'm backing this. Who? Someone's got to date Hunter. Someone's got to do it. Nose wow. goes. <laughs> Nose goes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alex just put his like finger to his nose, by the way. So, Finn, I guess we're going on a date, bud. No, 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 no. It can't be Finn. It can't be me. It's oh. got to be somebody. A suitor has to come along and pick you up and take you along for a magic carpet ride to Dave & Buster's. I like this. I don't. I don't like this idea. Free t-shirt? Hey, uh... His num- his it, his no. phone number no. is eight six Oh gosh. <laughs> well, we're getting sued. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. Call that number, everybody. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, this has been a good episode. Yeah, please date Hunter. No, <laughs> I will do this on my own. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Nobody's dating me, especially and, after listening to this podcast. You know, uh, me and me and Finn are over here married and turning gray and well, getting old. I'm still turning gray. I'm just not married. You know, uh, and then, uh, Hunter's over here just meandering, just goofing around. Yeah, I'm just enjoying my life. Just goof- I don't need nobody. Just goofing off. I don't need nobody. 
All right. Well, uh, again, uh, I'll, I might even get you two shirts if you take two take, shirts. Take Dunner on two take, shirts. Wait. Take Hunter on a date. It's got to be Dave and Buster's, no. and it's got to be it's got to be a Sonic milkshake afterwards. Sushi and uh, frozen yogurt. That's what. Wait Fro- a minute. Froyo. If you really want somebody to take you out on a date, it has to be tacos. Those love tacos. Yeah, I do. Chicks dig the tacos. Yeah, well, I love the tacos, too. So that would just be easy. Hey, we got great taco places <laughs> yeah. where we're from. Great taco places. All right, everybody. Gonna I appreciate y'all uh, <laughs> tuning in again for another episode, probably the stupidest podcast uh, you've ever heard. Um, well, it had a lot of good information, <laughs> just a lot of not good information along with it. Hey, man, you got to have fun whenever you talk about some of this stuff. We talk about the issues, but we also like to have a little fun on the podcast. We hope we at least made you laugh today. COVID sucks. Uh, everything ah. sucks. 2020 sucks. But, hey, we're almost there. We're almost at the end. October's coming around. It's spooky season. I'm about to binge watch some Halloween and yeah. some uh, some other scary movies here and there. Maybe a okay, little scream quick. action, stuff like that. Real what quick. up? Am I'm, so I'm not the only one that will binge watch every Halloween movie when it comes on TV? Oh, dude, no. I love that's Halloween. Like, that's my favorite tradition yes. that I do by myself. That's my favorite scary movie ever created was Halloween and, and, and Michael Myers. Yeah. I've seen all of them too many times again, yep. and I still do it every year by myself. All right. Name your favorite scary movie. Three, two, one, Alex. Halloween. Finn. Insidious. Mine's Scream. Yes, it All right. is Scream. Oh, gosh. It's just getting me excited. I've heard you talk about Scream. No, I'm just talking about Halloween. For our entire friendship. Oh, yeah. Which has All been about them. eight years. Yeah, and gosh. We're old now. Yeah, uh, date somebody. <laughs> Please date Hunter. Um, yeah, Hunter's been talking about the Scream movies for years. He's excited that there's a fifth one uh, yeah. that is in the works. And My dad I can't wait a, for it either. It's he used to have a poster signed by Wes Craven above our dinner I'm, table. He even got me. He knew... He knew I was scared of Ghostface, so his reaction to me being terrified at six years old when he put me in front of the movie screen and made me watch it, and he hates horror movies. He will never watch one in his whole entire life other than Scream because he thinks it's funny. His reaction to me being terrified and having nightmares about Ghostface walking around my bedroom door was to get me a miniature doll of Ghostface, so I put it in the garage and I never saw it, and then one day I walked outside there and it was really dark and I had to put the trash can back to where it was going, and it was staring at me. Still have nightmares about it. Not really. I'm a grown man, but it still scares me. Again, please date Hunter. (laughs) Well, I have signed, sealed, delivered my single butt the whole way till I'm 55. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. But guess what? It's still your favorite scary movie ever made. Absolutely. So you can get off that little little ranny rant there. (laughs) We're going to do a 30-minute podcast, boys. We're going to do 30 minutes. We're going to make it quick. Yeah, man, 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> going on 40. Yeah, exactly. Don't get us talking. 30 going on 40. Yeah. All right. Well, spooky season is upon us. Make sure you uh, take Hunter on a date. Uh, let me know how the date went, and then I'll get you some t-shirts and stuff. Should the and, blue bite um, be like my dating profile? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the blue bite is uh, Hunter <laughs> just listening to the mic, just going, yes, uh, today was a nice sunny day. Hi, my name is Hunter. I like long walks on the beach and Froyo. <clears throat> <laughs> Just 30 minutes of Hunter clearing his voice. Yeah. <clears throat> He's making bad noises. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, we've got to wrap this up. <laughs>
Alright everybody, sorry for the stupidness uh, that is most of this episode, except for the good the good parts there. I uh, appreciate y'all sticking in. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Review the Blue Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Review the Blue. Send us an email. Let us know some questions. Tell me about the date. Send pictures of Hunter at the dinner table or coming back from the bathroom. Um, yeah. At Review the Blue, <laughs> Review the Blue at gmail.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash Review the Blue Podcast. And I appreciate y'all clicking on another one. Make sure you tune in for the next episode next week. Hunter, I've got one last thing. God. All right, 2020 sucks. Coronavirus sucks. The election sucks too. But you know what doesn't suck? Review the Blue Podcast. Hey, <laughs> Finn, do you have any final words? Yes. Uh, buy some merch and be nice to somebody. Nice. Yes, sir. Nice. Short, sweet, and to the point. All right, guys. See y'all next Monday.